You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Got the whole crew in the house again tonight. We got Chev, we got Phil, and we got Nate. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. We're here. You know, I wish Porkman had a little more excitement. He was talking about George Pickett because I was I was waiting for him to just go crazy with it, but he's so cool, comic collective. Now he just he just rolls with it. I expelled I expelled all my excitement during the offseason. I don't got no more left. They might think I'm nuts. You expelled it. Me up on Twitter. The guy just became the wide receiver two for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It should be at all time high. That bald head, he, come on! He's we so excited him. he muted himself. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Oh, you're, you're no, his mic still going. Plugged. His mic came going. unplugged. We can't hear you. Uh oh. Oh. Well, I, I don't, well, you're, oh. You're talking. Nothing's happening. What's going on, Pork? <laughs> he's dropping the ball. We censored his mic. It's like Pickens. <laughs> Let's see. All right. Well, now is the time anyway. to roast Pork, man. He can't say anything back. As if we don't roast him enough when he can talk back. <laughs> Pork, I don't know, man. What what do you got going on over there? Sign in, sign back out. I don't know. No, Pork's going to hop out and he's going to try to come back in. But um, until then, we are going to get going. So tonight, you know what, man? It's the time of the season. Tough decisions are getting made, be it on the waiver wire. Some nasty stuff on the waiver wire out there right now. Mm-hmm. You know what you got to do, setting lineups, trying to make trades. And of course, Buy, sell, hold those tough, tough, tough decisions. Let's get into it. So if we're buying, why? If we're selling, how much? And if we're holding, why? So let's start with the first one. And Nate, I'm going to lead it off with you because I know you you love hitting lead off. So gross running backs right now. We all love these guys. It's just right now they're not quite up to par. So buy, sell, hold, Nate. Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift. I can't believe that Bob put this down as gross running backs. It's just gross right now because they're not living up to the expectations that we Jonathan Taylor can never be a gross running back. (laughs) You never know. Okay. So go ahead. Tell you right now, as much as I uh, would love to sell Jonathan Taylor at the price that he goes for, you know, possibly the RB1, though some people will say it's Ken Walker, apparently. Um, I'm going to hold on to Jonathan Taylor because he's the best of this group, and I trust him over you know one injury. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm going to actually go out and buy Najee Harris. I'm going to buy low on Najee Harris. Now, I understand I could be putting myself in a Trent Richardson situation, but I'm going to go ahead and buy Najee Harris. I believe Najee Harris is a good running back. I had him very highly rated out of college, and I think the Steelers as a whole are just down right now. So I think there's going to be a bounce back for Najee. No, not might not be this year. might not be till next year, which means a buy, buy low might be a good time in the offseason. But I'm going to buy low on him, which means I am selling DeAndre Swift because that guy cannot stay healthy, and I don't trust him. And Porkman is going to back me up here, but I do not trust DeAndre Swift. And I'm, I'm going to skip Mike. I'm just going to 
send it right over to Porkman so we can talk about DeAndre Swift. All right, as long yes, as we please. So you can hear me now, right? Yeah, we can hear you now. Go All ahead. Right. Get your shots. Yeah, I, I know I, I pushed this narrative. If you saw me on Twitter last week, I'm I'm tired of it. And after Bob put this on the show sheet, it was an automatic sell for me for DeAndre Swift. And we saw even last week with Jamal Williams, he got a boatload of the carries. And Swift got some touches. But if, if this guy's supposed to be a top 10 dynasty running back and he has the same shoulder injuries and the same ankle injuries, sell him for whatever you can get right now. Because some people are actually still buying for a first because they still think that mm-hmm. they can get the per same production. I think I can sell Swift for... DK Metcalf or mm-hmm. a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence or something like that, you know, and I feel much better, better about those guys on my team than DeAndre Swift. Now, if I need a running back and I need fantasy points this year, it's hard to move Swift. Mm-hmm. But if mm-hmm. I have someone to replace him with, then I'm, I'm trying to move off Swift. I was actually never a huge fan of Swift. My biggest question coming out of Georgia was, can he handle a full workload? And yeah. so far he has not proven that. And after three yeah. years, I think it's been proven. Yeah, I think one of our biggest things that me and Mike kept talking about is one thing we agree via text messages that we I know is it's it's a cliche thing that we keep saying, but he didn't have a dog in him. And I think it was just more of I know he was a Georgia Bulldog, but he didn't have what it took to be uh every down, three down back. And you can see Deuce Daly tried to get it out of him hard knocks, and it's just it just ain't there. Mm-hmm. For the record, the narrative of the Georgia Bulldog running back starting to become a thing of the past much like penn state being linebacker you um james cook tamir white so it's just i'm that offense for georgia is just as many guys we can get out there that are good athletes let's put them out there and let them make plays and you just don't get to see a whole lot of it right i mean nick chubb had a lot of rushes but he's shared time i mean they all share time there and you just don't know who can handle the workload and who can't at this point. And we saw that Swift had a couple injuries and he was a guy that was highly touted way before it was his draft year. Like he was a running back one for the longest time. And now we're starting to see sometimes you just can't hang on to that forever. Yeah. Uh, Pork, did you do your buy sell hold for this? All right. So Nate, you said, you said sell Swift buy Mm -hmm. Najee and hold Taylor. Same exact thing. Okay. Um, just for the same exact reasons. Chev, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I think Harris is going to get a better offensive line next season. I imagine they're going to tackle that pretty dang hard, especially when they got the Bears pick. It's going to be a good spot for – I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, they got the second Bears second pick. That's going to be a good spot for them to take another lineman or take somebody to upgrade that offense, man. They need it badly. I think that's going to help Najee. I mean – you can tell I don't think he's 100%, to be honest. I still think he's battling through some things. So next year, I think he definitely comes out and shows what kind of beast he is. Well, I'm not waiting. I'm buying DeAndre Swift because I think I could get him the cheapest. Okay. Hopefully he comes back to health soon. I'm selling Najee Harris. You can get your three yards per carry off my team. <laughs> I'm going to hold Jonathan Taylor because you can't buy him cheap. And I don't, I'm not really interested in selling him even at max value, to be honest with you. He's a guy I want to be the backbone of my roster. Uh, Nicholas Richardson, for the record, that's how I feel about Brees Hall, too. Stop sending me offers for him in Sons of Dynasty. When Maddie starts selling DeAndre Swift, that's when you know. 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 That's when you know. (laughs) I'm buying him. So, all right, let's (laughs) move on to the next one. Scenario number two, top 10 Dynasty wide receivers. 
as well, young guys, too. So buy, sell, hold. I'll start this one off. CD Lamb, Chris Olave, or T Higgins. So I am going to buy T Higgins. Um, I feel like his value is still depressed because everyone I know Jamar Chase is out right now. Tyler Boyd's playing pretty well, but people are still kind of down on T Higgins because Jamar Chase is just on the roster. So I'm going to try to take that perceived value dip and get me some T Higgins. I love T Higgins. I'm going to sell CD Lamb. CD Lamb value's coming up. He's looking pretty good. Dak's back in the saddle. When you get the quarterback and wide receiver coming back together, I want to sell. And I'm going to hold on to Chris Olave. I do think that the New Orleans Saints will figure out their quarterback situation. I love the talent. So that's what I'm going to do. Chev, let's swing it back down to you. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to buy Chris Olave. Uh, I'm going to sell T. Higgins. I'm going to hold on to C.D. Lamb. I like that connection that him and Dak have. I think it's starting to progress and get better more and more. And T. Higgins is a guy that I think people love, and they're going to pay me a lot to get him off my team. So I, that's just kind of where I'm at with that. Mm-hmm. I think people are all over the place on T. Higgins this year. Yeah, I mean, he was wide receiver five, and now he's wide receiver <laughs> whatever it is, 10 to 11 probably somewhere in that range now. DK Metcalf with wide receiver one one point. That yeah. is very true. Right, Pork, what are you doing in this scenario? Um, the same the scenario, I'm gonna do the same thing as you, Mike. Uh to be honest. I'm I'm gonna buy uh T. Higgins. Um, only because a lot of people have still had this preconceived notion that if he's a wide receiver two in a team, he's not as good as Jamar Chase. He was putting up a lot of numbers last year. Um, with Jamar Chase on the team. Um, even with him by himself, he's still going to put up those numbers. But some people, like you said, they're all over with him. So just try to find that guy who's not as high on him and, and try to buy him as cheaply as possible. Um, I'm going to sell um, CD just as Mike said. Um, he had Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush was targeting uh, Noah Brown for some reason a lot. So now that Dak is back, you see that connection. You can get a lot for that. Um, this is only for this um, – exercise so don't make it seem like i'm selling cd lamb just to sell him i would rather have him on my team still true um and i'm holding and i'm holding chris alave um he's a young receiver ohio state receiver who looks good with nobody else around him he's not he doesn't have help on the other side of the field um and he's still putting up a whole bunch of air yards a whole bunch of um and a whole bunch of just regular receiving yards he's with andy dalton which is which is a feat all in itself um so yeah give me give me a lave as a hold for that exercise nate how about you yeah so what we say earlier from uh the last episode chris olave is the wide receiver nine on mm-hmm. keep trade cut uh that means i'm gonna sell chris olave because chris olave uh he doesn't have a great chance of continuing to be the wide receiver nine or better over the next year or two i just i don't feel like that is likely to you know stay at that value so I'm going to go ahead and move him. You know, I, I know I can get a first plus for Chris Olave right now. Um, you might find someone who's so excited about him. You, you should be able to get two first in some leagues, you know, for Chris Olave right now with how some people are so excited about him. So I'm selling Chris Olave. I'm going to go ahead and keep CD Lamb. Um, just hold on to him because I've, I've had him on my team for so long because I drafted him and I'm going to keep <laughs> holding him. And then T Higgins, I'm going to go ahead and buy. You know, I think, uh, you know, I'm going to echo a lot of what Porkman said with, you know, the fact that he's the number two, quote unquote, on the team, it uh, doesn't really mean anything to me. Those guys are 1A, 1B. They're almost interchangeable when they're out there together. They're both scoring a ton of points. So I'm going to keep, uh, keep, uh, I'm going to go ahead and buy T Higgins and buying him. Uh, I think it's a 
kind of a value right now if you're looking for a top tier wide receiver. Is kind of the bottom of that top tier wide receiver tier. So I can go out there and I can get him for you know a first plus. You know, I feel pretty good about that. Do want to let everyone know one of my matchups this past week. I played against Joe Mixon, uh, but I only lost by eight points the whole match. So I hung in there. I tried. That's nice. Luckily, I had Kenneth Walker on my team to somewhat even it out. There you go. All right. So scenario three, possible running back ones of the future. I absolutely love this one. This is my favorite one on the entire sheet. Buy, sell, hold. A good one. Kenneth Walker, mm-hmm. the third. Travis Etienne. Or the 2023-101, which many people believe will be Bijan Robinson. So for this sake, I'm putting Bijan Robinson down on the sheet. Nate, let's start with you and then wrap back around. What are we doing? Yeah, so, you know, this might be surprising that the head of Debbie is going to go ahead and buy Bijan Robinson. But I'm going to go ahead and buy Bijan Robinson because I think he is the best of the three running backs after this season moving forward, I think Bijan Robinson comes into the league and immediately is one of the uh, top running backs in the league. And therefore, you know, he might be the RB one, you know, as soon as four or five weeks into the season next year. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and get that guy while I can for cheap. And, you know, getting the one one right now is it's going to be the cheapest going to get Bijan for the first four years of his career, most likely. So I'm going to go ahead and buy him. Um, you know, whatever it takes to get the one-on-one, it might take too late first. It might take a mid first and a second at the moment because, you know, the draft order hasn't been determined. Mm-hmm. So you, this is actually the best time to get the one-on-one if you have a pretty good idea of who it is, or at least, you know, a top three pick, and then you can move around possibly mm-hmm. at that point. I'm going to go ahead and hold on to Travis ETM because I think he gives you great upside with his pass catching ability. And I'm going to go ahead and sell Kenneth Walker because I don't think he gives you nearly as much upside with his lack of pass catching ability. Not that he can't do it, but, the Seahawks we don't see them you know throw a ton to the running back uh you know if they don't need to they have some good wide receivers out there and ton of tight ends they're basically the bears now with all the tight ends they're collecting (laughs) so I'm gonna sell Kenneth Walker because right now he's the RB1 on keep trade cut so I can get whoever the frick I want (laughs) (laughs) all right Phil how about you what are you doing so I'm gonna um I'm gonna buy Bijan um we're looking for uh, running backs in the draft we're trying to get somebody that's super young. He's going to be the youngest person there. Um, and I want the most years I can get out of him. So let's see, go with the Bijan. Hopefully he goes to a, a good team um, that likes to run the ball and, and go with that. Um, I'm actually going to sell Travis Etienne and I'm going to buy Kenneth Walker. I'm just a bigger Kenneth Walker fan than I am of, of Travis Etienne. Um, I, I know they're going to run the ball a lot and sometimes – um, Doug Peterson tends to throw the ball too much, and I think that's going to get to a point where he's – and it was a, not a lot of uh, pass catching stuff to the running backs from what I remember um, on the Eagles. Um, so I think he got that same type of uh, philosophy that he has in Jacksonville. Um, um, I know Kenneth Walker is going to get them carries, and I know he can catch the ball. Um, there was some points in time in Seattle when Chris Carson was a running back and he was getting a ton of receptions. Um, I, I think he can he can uh, have that type of offense and and get that type of receiving upside at some point in time. So as a pure talent, I, I kind of like Kenneth Walker as a pure running back um, more than a Travis Etienne. So that's why I have that. Chev, how about you? What are you doing here? 
Yeah, I'm going the same as Nate. Uh, it was absolutely painful to hear fans call Kenneth Walker Ken Walker this last weekend. So <laughs> just wanted you to know it's as painful as it sounds. It sucks. It's bad. All right, so Chef's doing the same thing as Bill. Let's see. Yes. All right, so myself, what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy Kenneth Walker the third. You know, sometimes you just need that running back too, and I know he's higher ranked. RB1. Hold on. On your fantasy roster, there's going to be a lot of places where he's overpaying. Okay, that's fine. I still think people right now are probably paying more for Travis Etienne than they are for Kenneth Walker the third. So I'm going to buy Kenneth Walker the third. I'm going to sell Travis Etienne while he's still exploding and healthy. And I'm going to hold the 101 because I don't need to buy it. I already have it. That boy, Mike. I'm just going to hold it. So that's what I'm going to do. And give me all the B. John Robinson that I can get. I'm excited. I can't wait for him to get in the NFL when it's happened right now. But we got to wait a little bit because it's going to yeah, be a little he'll scrubby. Be, he'll be dirty when he's in, in the NFL, man. He'll be dirty. A little scrubby, too. Scrubby. And that is why we are going to go to our scrub bet of the week, brought to you by Dr. Squatch. Who is Dr. Squatch? Listen, they develop natural deodorant, natural soap, everything natural mm. for us guys out there. You know, we get scrubby, we get smelly. Dr. Squatch is going to go ahead and take care of you. Link is in the description. So go ahead, subscription, bundle it up. And if you're new to Dr. Squatch, save 10% on orders of $20 or more with free shipping. Go ahead and smash that link. So let's talk about last week. Pat Richard over under 1.1. Patrick Ricard. Ricard. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's an H in here, Sean. Sean left. Yeah, well, he took the H out. Um, so it was over under 1.1 fantasy points. All of us took the over except for Pork. Pork was not here. So uh, we all went over. We all won. But, Nate, what do you got for us this week? All right. You know who we got on Monday Night Football next week? We got the Eagles. We have the Commanders on Monday Night Football next Ooh, week. Oh, yeah. So you got you got the good team versus the scrub team, right? Yep. Oh, yes. You got the Commanders versus the scrubby Eagles. Oh, well, you know, I'm not going to say that the Eagles are a scrub team. You know, they're undefeated right now. They're looking pretty good. They got some good wide receivers out there. But you know what? They also got a scrubby wide receiver out there and a scrub that has been just scrubbing up the league for years Ooh. now. That is Zach Pascal. Man, he has been <laughs> the eternal scrub, feels like, for years oh, I now. love Zach Pascal. Yeah. So – so after, let's see, last week he was wide receiver 77 with a point, point eight fantasy points, 1.8 fantasy points. Week before that, though, he was a wide receiver 18 with 13.7 fantasy points. Touchdown, too. Yeah. Mm. Two, for, two for 57 and a touchdown. You know, you can't go wrong with that. So against the Washington Commanders, over under three fantasy points for Zach Pascal. And I will say, so far this year, he is averaging 3.17 fantasy points. Remember, he did have 13 fantasy points in that game. Every other game has been <laughs> under five. Three zeros, by the way. Three zeros. <laughs> I'm going to take the under. You know, I watched Patrick Ricard run a route last week and just stumble and fall on the ground. And that made my <laughs> night because I was watching him so deeply 
because I wanted to get the over. I'm going with the over again for Zach. He played against Washington in week three, 4.95. That's right. Let's go. Look at that. Mr. Kev is such Pascal. a good analyst. You know, he's bringing up, bringing up the past stats to show us why I think Zach Powell is also going to hit the over. Ooh. He's not. He's not hitting it's going to get tricky on Monday Night Football. We're going to see Pascal catch one pass for 24 yards. Yeah, you know, maybe. No, he's not. One for 24? I don't Actually, know about that one. Can I change it? Ooh. Can I change it to the over? Because I think our starting offense probably only plays the first half. Join us over here on the overside, the dark side. You know, I did a scrub bed a week last week because I had to start Jalen Rager. So, I mean, that was awesome. Oh, CDC, love that place. Yep, no bueno. And by the way, I want to say, you know, how I used to my own horn. Say, if you listen to the show, you would know about guys named uh, Raheem Blackshear. Somebody started Raheem Blackshear against me this week. I was projected to win all week. Raheem Blackshear got almost 14 fantasy points, and I lost my matchup because of Raheem Blackshear. So that hurts. That's rough. Was rough. Let's talk about rookie wide receivers now. So buy, sell, hold Garrett Wilson, Drake London, and Jamison Williams. All right, here we go. I guess I'll start this one off. Why not? So I am going to buy Garrett Wilson. I love Garrett Wilson, man. He was my wide receiver one. I just think he's a stud. He's a stud when Joe Flacco's there. He's going to be a stud when Zach Wilson is there. And if Mike White has to start a game, he's going to be a stud then too. Give me Garrett Wilson. I'm going to sell Drake London. (laughs) Sorry, everybody on YouTube. Don't hate me. I'm going to sell Drake London. I don't believe in the Atlanta Falcons. Eventually, Arthur Smith is going to realize that Kyle Pitts is a good wide receiver slash tight end, or they're going to get a coach that does. It's that easy. By the way, Tyler Algiers to the point where you almost have to start him every week. (laughs) told you. And I'm going to hold Jamison Williams. I don't want to give up on Jamison Williams yet. You probably drafted him late first round, maybe middle of the first round, depending on how your league is set up. I just don't want to miss out on what I think Jameson Williams has to offer. So that's my bell's voice sell hold for this scenario. Chev, let's kick it to you. Yeah, I'm going to buy Jameson Williams. I just think him being out for so long is going to be a lower value than these other guys. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe he's more than Drake London at the moment. But I'm going to sell Drake London. It's just been rough the last few weeks. I mean, if Kyle Pitts isn't producing and him – it's, it's hard for me to believe in that offense at the moment. Like I can't put my faith in and say Drake London's going to go out there and give me 15 points and be all right. And I can do that with Garrett Wilson. I think, I think I can trust him to possibly hit that mark almost every single game. So that's why Garrett Wilson would be my, my buy or my hold hold. Phil. <laughs> um, I'm the same as chef. Um, I'm going to buy Jameson Williams because people forget. And the people are impatient as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they might just think that he's not going to be the same player. So I'll just buy him on the cheap there. Um, I'm going to sell Drake London solely um, because Khalil Mack just literally stole the ball from him. Um, it was just disrespectful and it just made him look like a boy. Um, and he's not playing well, to be serious. Bring back <laughs> um, he's not he's not playing well, um, especially with Marcus Mariota. And I'm gonna hold on Garrett Wilson. He's he's just doing his thing. He's he's uh making that team look good. He's making Zach Wilson look good on limited uh passing attempts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll take that. Nate, 
I'm going to hold Jamison Williams uh, because, I mean, I guess agreeing with everyone else. You know, we haven't seen it yet. I'm just mm-hmm. going to keep holding on to him because I think he's got that talent once yeah. he gets healthy. And then I'm going to go ahead and sell Drake London for Garrett Wilson. So I'm going to buy Garrett Wilson by selling Drake London. Easy trade. You might be able to get it straight up. But if not, I'm going to give uh, Drake London in a third for Garrett Wilson. Mike, would you, if you had Garrett Wilson, would you accept Drake London in a third? No. I don't know. Garrett Wilson. Would you accept Drake London in a second? I would strongly consider it, but I think I'd still rather have Garrett Wilson. All right. You have Garrett Wilson in one league where I have the only share of Drake London I have. So I'm trying to figure out how to get him off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, okay. So I, that was Genius the- play right there. I love, I love it. I'm really glad I was pretty non-committal there. Um, last one, tier two tight ends. Tight ends matter, everybody. Nate Fab, Fab. Oh, I'll give you ten Fab. <laughs> All right, don't do this to me. Uh, tier two tight ends: buy, sell, hold. Dallas Goddard, Pat Fryermuth, and T.J. Hawkinson, the new Minnesota Viking. T.J. Hawkinson, love that move by the Vikings too. Um, Irv mm-hmm. Smith, your toast. So, Nate, we'll just kick it off with you then. We'll just go wrap back around, buy, sell, hold. Dallas Goddard, Pat Frymuth, T.J. Hawkinson. Go. Yeah, I'm going to hold Dallas Goddard. I think he's looking pretty great right now. Um, You know, the Eagles offense is looking pretty great. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to sell high on him. So, I'm just going to hold him because he's going to give me fantasy points right now. And I'm happy with what he's, you know, he he looks like in the future as well. I'm going to go out. I'm going to buy Pat Frymuth. I think he's looking great. I think the offense, you know, might not look super great right now, but I think Pat Frymuth has good potential. I think he's a very talented guy, and you could probably move like you know an early second for him, mm-hmm. uh, a mid second maybe even you know depending on your if he's a tight end premium or not. Um, maybe a guy like Juju, you know, that you could move over for him as well. Mm-hmm. And then that means I'm going to go ahead and sell T.J. Hawkinson. I've never been a big T.J. Hawkinson, and I think he's got a little bit of a lift now with the him going to the Vikings because people are excited about the new place, new opportunity. And mm-hmm. I can sell Hawkinson probably for maybe a late first. Uh, you know, I think he's tight end four right now and keep trade cut late first, maybe Deandre Hopkins, you know, if I'm looking to improve the fantasy points that I am producing on a weekly basis, because man, uh, you know, TJ Hawkinson might be a decent play out there, but I think I can do better. Mm-hmm. Phil pork. Yeah. I'm the same as Nate. Um, I'm going to hold on Dallas Goddard. Um, they get they that's very very see a lot uh, get a lot of tight ends put him in space and let him get a lot of yak. Um, they're doing that and he's getting a lot of yards. Um, for this tight end position this year, which is freaking terrible. Um, so I think I'm gonna just hold him and, and not get rid of him at this point. I'm gonna sell T.J. Hawkinson. Um, like Nate said, I really not the biggest fan. He's going from the Lions, who doesn't have that many targets, to the Vikings, where they have Dalvin Cook, um, Adam Thielen. Jay Jettis, and, and that's it. So he's going to be pretty much the fourth option um, with the receiving. So I'm going to sell him now and get the yeah. most that I can. Um, and then I'm going to buy Pat Fryer move. Uh, Kenny Pickett loves himself some um, Pat. And he, you know, that's his safety blanket um, throughout the game. So he's getting like six or seven targets um, a game. And he, he's, he's going to get two points. And you All can right. get them for cheap. Chef, how about you? Yeah, Dallas Goddard would never be a sell for me. That is just stupid to do. <laughs> uh, Pat Frymuth, I think with Claypool leaving, I think he gets a big upgrade in targets. I think he's going to be a good vocal point in that offense. And we've kind of been talking about that. I mean, he's just a good sneaky play. I'm actually excited for TJ Hawkinson. I think 
now not having to be the dude in an offense, I think that's going to be beneficial for him. He's not going to probably put up the highest tight end points, but I think he can be more consistent now and not being heavily defended, but he's going to be my sell as well. But I love the opportunity for him coming up. All right. I'm buying Firemuth for all the aforementioned reasons. I'm selling Hawkinson. I'm going to sell him high. I'm going to hold on to Dallas Goddard. I've never seen a team run so many tight end screens in my life. What's um, new, though, for the Eagles? I mean, tight ends works, are just though. their dudes, you know? Yeah, but they, they never they, really did tight end screens like this before. Not so like Zach Ertz was going to run the tight end screen. <laughs> no, Dallas Goddard is a different animal than Zach Ertz. And all respect to Zach Ertz, one of my favorite Eagles of all time. Zach Ertz always got open in the middle of the field, caught the ball, and then he would get oh. a couple extra yards. Dallas Goddard, mm -hmm. he's a better blocker more physical he's more athletic he catches the ball he shakes at least one person off and gets extra yardage mm -hmm. so i'm holding on to dallas goddard bye cole commit that's what i'm gonna say Ooh. you've been yes. saying that you since march mate bye greg Dulcich. <laughs> that's what i would like to say so i would also like you to go on underdog fantasy and use the promo code rewind for when you want to play best ball pickups and rivals promo code rewind 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. You've already done it. Make 100 more accounts. SeatGeek, if you're headed to a game, go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code DynastyRewind to get $20 off your first ticket purchase. Have that first stadium beer on us. Apparently, it also works on Trans-Siberian Orchestra, too. We want you to be a part of the best community of fantasy football, so become a Rewinder today and get access to rankings, bonus pods, written content, and so much more. And we're now offering a 10% discount on yearly memberships. Vinny, tell Megan to get that for you for Christmas. And for the best gear on the planet, head to BradyandGlobal.com. Use the promo code Rewinder for 10% off all Dynasty Rewind dynasty rewind only merchandise so until next time everybody for phil chev and nate i'm your host michael bauer be kind please rewind Thanks, Woo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.